Welcome to the Mike Ferry TV podcast. Hear from the global leader in real estate sales training and coaching, the legendary Mike Ferry. Every Monday, you'll listen to Mike Ferry discuss a variety of topics to help real estate agents and brokers grow their real estate business by focusing on improving their mindset, developing their skills, and creating a plan of action to increase their production. Let's begin. Hi, it's Mike Ferry, and welcome to Mike Ferry TV, the week of February the 8th. How fast did those five weeks go by for all of us? And the answer is quickly. A couple of kind of fun little events. Um, did the production retreat a couple of weeks ago. Um, we did it again in our studio. We were very lucky. The state approved 50 people in the room, socially spaced, wearing masks and all the rest. But it was interesting because I started the retreat, and you may have heard it because you may have been part of it, by saying, I'm asked all the time, what is 2021 going to be like? And I started the retreat by saying, I'd like to give you my projection. And I hesitated for a minute and everybody kind of looked at me and I said, we're going to experience 2021 as an extension of 2020. The only difference is we're getting more used to this type of business relationships that we have to motivate care for, take care of, and service our clients. Yes, it's not the same, but guess what? Those that are working and those that are doing their job are producing at a high level because the demand is so high for the real estate transaction today. But then I had fun. Uh, the Monday after the production retreat, excuse me, the Tuesday, I did a small program for one of our brokers in Florida where they're allowed to have 100 people in the room. And we had about 90 people in the room. And it's, it was a fun meeting because I said, and for those that understand Florida, you'll get appreciate this. Some of you may not. But I, I said, uh, by starting, I, my name is Mike Ferry, and everybody tells me I'm very old-fashioned. And I want you to know that I am old. I'm 75, going to be 76 soon. But in the state of Florida, I'm not old. So that makes it even better yet. Because, you know, some of a lot where a lot of people retire in Florida and make me look like a youngster. So we had some fun with that. Last Wednesday, I did a um, Zoom webinar with the fellows that are now leading our company in Italy. We have a new company called Mike Ferry Italy, and uh, we're off to a fast start. I mean, obviously, we've been working in Italy for, what, eight or nine years. Um, the partnership was dissolved, and we're moving forward, and we're excited about the opportunity. And the two fellows running it, Francesco and Bruno, who, if you've been to any of our big events, they were often translators for us in the U.S. when we had Italians in the audience, as well as all of our programs over in Europe. And Francesco and Bruno said, we want to do a webinar. I said, what do, you, what do you want me to cover? They said, we're going to send you five or six questions that our coaching clients seem to be dealing with and struggling with. I said, send them over. We'll do a webinar. We'll answer the five or six questions. And it was kind of fun because when they sent me the questions, I looked at them and I said, well, wait a minute. Are these from Italy or Belgium or Bulgaria or Albania, or are they just from our North American, Canadian, and U.S. clients? Because what they deal with is the same as what we deal with. You know, I've probably shared with you, when we first started going to Italy, the biggest change we saw, or difference, I should say, was that, you know, in, in that part of the world, and very common to Europe and Russia, when a buyer buys a house, they pay a 3% commission to the buyer's agent. 
um, a fellow or gal that has the listing collects a 3% commission from the seller. So the burden is divided between buyers and sellers. So it's it's a little bit different. I personally think it's a much fairer system, but that's not how we do it in North America. But the second thing, of course, is they do not have a national or even in most cases, regional MLS, which means as you take listings, you better sell them yourself because otherwise the expiration rate is pretty high. But otherwise, their questions were very much the same as what we hear. So the first question they asked me, and I had to smile on the webinar last Wednesday, I think it was yeah, Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day it was. It said, many agents throughout our country of Italy are reporting increasing shortages of homes to sell. What is your advice to those agents? And I said, it's a normal and natural cycle of our business. You know, we have seller's markets, we have buyer's markets, we have seller's markets, we have buyer's markets. We are definitely in today a very strong seller's market. But then I said to Francesco and Bruno, you're probably not going to be happy or your clients are not going to be happy with my answer. The activities, behaviors of a real estate agent not only determine the success or lack of success of that agent's career and future, but it also determines the economic impact inside the community that you work in. Meaning, if you are talking to people every day, you can get listings in the strongest market known to mankind in a seller's market, which means the inventory shortage is due to most agents choosing not to list property to work with buyers. You choose to list property, guess what happens? You get listings. If you're really good at listing property, you get a lot of listings. I, I'm getting reports. We're having what we call February, the National Mike Ferry Coaching Clients Listing Month. And I am telling you, our agents are off to record-setting months after just a week because they're focusing on talking to people to get listings. The second question, I'd like to increase the number of people in my database by at least 30% each year. What are your suggestions? Boy, did we discuss that a lot at our production retreat. Well, first of all, how many people do you really have in your database? Do you have 50, 100, 300, 500? I don't know how many this person from Italy has in their database. But I said, if you have three people in your database, increasing by 30% is to have four by the end of the year. You have 800 people in your database. you got to increase it by 240 people, which is pretty difficult. So what I said is this. A database should be the people you know that are past clients and or people you know on a first-name basis, people that you do business with, people in your community. You know, you know what that's all about. But see, here's what I said to these and answer the question. You should possibly consider having three separate databases. First, of course, past clients, centers of influence. Not putting anybody in that database that you meet just happen to be while you're talking at a function or prospecting. The second database should be starting to accumulate those agents around the marketplace and or the city, state, wherever you live that you can refer transactions to and get referrals in return. One of the greatest strengths, I think, of the Mike Ferry coaching system is the referrals being done agent to agent. That's the second database. The third database, really, I've learned about this really the last several years from a lot of our top agents. They accumulate a lot of leads. 
And you've heard me say time and again, you probably shouldn't be keeping leads that are outside of the boundary of your definition of a lead. But they keep a lot of leads all the time. And what they do is they put them in what I call an incubator system. They are a third database, totally separate. They're sending emails, market updates. They're having somebody from their team call to see if they're getting closer to making a decision. They've accumulated these leads through their marketing, their branding, their prospecting, their advertising, etc. So you can not only improve the quantity of your database, you can also improve the quality by how you choose to respond. The third question, what tricks would you suggest that will enable me to follow my schedule, have a stronger mindset, and discipline each day? And, and I started by saying, there are no tricks. I mean, it's, it's really... You need to get three or four accountability partners. And every one of you should get three or four accountability partners. It doesn't matter where they work, where they live. You, you agree to be on a phone call together at, say, 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever time you start. You agree to what you're going to do for the next two to three hours. You then agree to talk to each other again at that time to share what you did or didn't do. Accountability partners is how you create the discipline to stay on your schedule. But I also suggested to these people in Italy this morning in Belgium, or excuse me, last Wednesday, that you might want to consider just tracking your time hour by hour for 24 days or 24 hours or for a half a day just to show yourself what you are or are not doing. Take a yellow scratch pad. Arrive at the office at 8.30, I write 8.30. Below it, I put 9.30, and then I go back and I fill in, what did I do in that hour? Be honest. You do that for three or four hours or three or four days or three or four weeks, you're going to learn what is causing your challenges with your schedule. The next question they asked was, when are you and Sabrina coming back to Italy? And I kiddingly said last Wednesday, we would take the red-eye flight to go back that night if the borders were open. Obviously, with COVID-19 still in such a major portion of the world and such a challenge that we all face. We're not coming to Italy. We're not, we're not even doing any live events of consequence. We're going to start our live events hopefully in April. We're working on doing a live event in Florida where they can put 300 people socially spaced in a room that holds probably several thousand. And uh, we're looking at trying to do that first live event, and it's been a while. So we won't be in Italy till this COVID situation is a little less threatening to everybody, starting with you and I. So thanks for being with Mike Ferry TV today. We have a short month in the month of February, which means we have to be a little more efficient, a little more aggressive, and a little bit better than we were yesterday. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Monday for another episode of Mike Ferry TV. If you like our show, find out more by visiting www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry Strategies podcast every Friday for a new message from MFO.